Alola. We're here. Episode 12 of Alola Vacation back in our groove. My name is SBJ. With me, Irene. Hi. We are talking about episode 12, which is called The Sun, The Scare, and The Secret Lair. Also probably some kind of song. Oh, I didn't read trivia last time for the episode. I don't know if there was trivia. Oh, well. There hasn't been any good trivia recently, to be fair. Uh, so this is a, a second episode that's not actually really Ash-focused. This episode is focused on Team Rocket, which I think is great. Uh, there's a lot of things I really, really like about this episode. We're going to dive in here real quick. Irene can give us the blurb. Yes. Team Rocket has been living in the lap of lazy luxury thanks to Beware. But a wake-up call from the boss gets them back on track and they head to the beach in search of Pokemon. On a field trip to the same beach, Ash runs into Team Rocket, and a wild Marini who has developed a fondness for James joins the battle. It pummels Pikachu and poisons Rowlet, and Team Rocket is on the brink celebrating a long-awaited victory against the Twerp until Beware barges in and carries them off. Undeterred, the villains declare Beware's lair as their new secret base and settle into a berry feast. Okay, so let's uh, let's start off the beginning of this episode. Well, I mean, okay, so the beginning, I guess, is Jesse, James, Meowth, and company are in the tree area, and they get a call from Giovanni about their progress. Okay, so I didn't know this the this person's name. Oh, the assistant. The assistant's name, but it's Matori. Ma or na? M a t o r i. Matori. Matori. Okay. Her anime debut was Mem- Memories Are Made of Bliss, which is February 5th, 2011. She debuted in the Diamond and Pearl series, which was episode 657. So she's been around for a while. Oh, wow. I think I've maybe seen her once or twice. I've act- I-, I-, I don't remember her, but that's who she is. She does look pretty different because of the new anime style. Obviously, Ash looks different. Yeah. I like how Ash looks. So do I. I do. I, I love the new anime style. I know a bunch of people don't like it. Uh, she's, if you want to know a little bit more about her, her main region was the Kanto region. She's a secretary. She's obviously a member of Team Rocket. And then, she, of course, what I just said, she debuted in Diamond and Pearl. But she still exists. She's still a character. And we see her. They ask what Team Rocket's progress is. And they said they caught a Mimikyu. And they caught a Beware. Even though that's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. But they do, they do have the Mimikyu, and they do say it's really powerful, and technically, they're not wrong. Everything we've seen up to this point, Mimikyu is extremely powerful. Mimikyu is OP. Very, very strong. This kind of sets up the episode of, they should probably get another Pokemon. Obviously, we, they always have two Pokemon, not counting Wobbuffet, not counting Meowth. James has had Weezing and Victory Bell. And a couple other Pokemon, uh, Jesse has had Arbok and... My recollection in regards to Team Rocket is I don't reserve much brain power to them. <laughs> oh, I remember she had a Gorgeist at one point because she caught a Pumpkin Boo in X and Y. Cute. You want some old anime spoilers here? Sure. So she had a Saviper. She has a Yen Mega. And she has a Gorga. She had a Yanmo who evolved into Yen Mega. Is Gorgeist. Those are all at Team Rocket headquarters. 
her Arbach, she released, apparently. Oh, wow. Uh, she had a warm- I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> no, I think that's huge. I didn't know she released her Arbach. Uh, she had a Wormpool Cascoon Dust Tox. She released her Dust Tox. Uh, she had a Mawwild and a Licking Tongue, but she traded those. Oh. She had a Woobat and a Fritillish. She gave those away. Evolved with another. It says evolved with another Pokemon Shelter, so I'm not exactly sure what that means, but those are the Pokemon she had. As for James, has the Pokemon which we're about to be talking about that he caught uh, at Team Rocket's headquarters. So in the past, he's had a Mime Junior, and he's had a Carvine. I remember this, and he had an Inkay. That's who he had in X and Y. The Inkay. Uh, it says in training. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but he had a Cac. Cacnea at James's house. I don't know. These are all very Team Rockety Pokemon. I don't know if you remember, but James is extremely rich. Yes. So at his house, at his house, he has a Growlithe, which is nicknamed Growly. That is really cute and Uh, very James. With his relatives, he has a Chimeco. I'm not sure which relatives. He also released his Weezing. So he must have released Weezing with, the with same Arbok. time with Arbok. Oh. He had a Magikarp, which evolved into a Gyarados, which was released. I believe that was on the SSN where he bought the Magikarp for $500. It evolved into the Gyarados that episode. Mm-hmm. And then he let it go because yeah. he couldn't control it. And then for a very long time, he had his Weepin' Bell, which evolved into the Victory Bell, which yeah. always like bit his head. Yeah. He traded that at one point. He had a Yamask and an Amoongus, which at some point he both gave those away. Ugh. He had a Hoppip, which escaped. It ran away from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's James's history with Pokemon. And, so yeah, I think that's interesting. So James gets a new Pokemon this episode. Uh, so before they lead up to that, we see Ash and company uh, on the beach having a day off. Sophocles with his... Clawlitzer. Yeah, I can't say that. Like Water gun. Yeah, squirt gun. Personally, I hate when people splash water. It's not fun. There's nothing enjoyable about it. Yeah, I mean, it depends. You gotta gotta read context clues. Oh, okay. Yeah. This episode, again, cements my hate for Sophocles. Cements? Oh, cement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I thought you said something else. No, cements. It was a good sentence. Yeah, it was a very good <laughs> sentence. Cements my hate for Sophocles. Like, Rowlet, or not Rowlet, I'm sorry, excuse me. Rotom clearly doesn't want to get wet. Kakui assures him that it's okay for him to get wet. And, like, if I go, if if I'm on a beach, which has happened once before, and I'm in there, and I'm probably like, okay, I'm here, which is kind of what Rowlet, or Rotom is doing. And like, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. Yes. That's enough. That's me. That's me and Rotom. I identify with Rotom here. Yes. And somebody goes, it's okay if you get wet. And I go, yeah, I know it's okay if I get wet. And then somebody over goes, squirt guns me. I would be extremely annoyed. That's super annoying. Like, just don't do that. That's not cool. <laughs> and Sophocles is that person that pushes the barrier of like, I'm just going to squirt gun you. It like just reminds me of like, there's like a time where I was hanging out with some friends when I was really young. I was probably like. 13 or 14 years old, and there was, like, this new dude there, like, a friend of a friend, like, my friend's friend. I've never met him before. Yeah. And, like, we were just all hanging out, and he just, like, had the ideal of, like, let's start pushing me. And it's like, I don't even know you. Why do you think this is okay? 
Yeah. Like, and I'm a dumb kid then. I'm 13 years old. I'm 14 years old, so I'm dumb. But like that moment stands out in my head of like, what goes through your mind to think that's okay? Like we just met five minutes ago. I like we're not. What? Yeah. And like that's how that's just the the memories I get or the impressions I get from Sophocles is like he doesn't know where boundaries are and it's super frustrating. Yeah. And, I and if they're using that to teach people like kids in the show, uh, I think that's cool. But I don't see those lessons being taught yet. Yeah. There's very some... good point. No, it's a very good point. I agree with you. Sophocles is very annoying. <laughs> he kind of annoyed me in the games, too. I pretty much think that kind of this is filler. I guess uh, none There's of the, really none only of... one thing that we learned from this episode. Which is the egg is about to hatch? No, I was going <laughs> to say that James gets Marini. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's cool we see Corsola. For some reason, I've been on a huge Corsola kick. I think Corsola's a really cool Pokemon. Yeah, because you got a shiny Corsola. I got a shiny Corsola. Uh, we're about to get Corsola. You also got a shiny Marini. I, always, I also got a shiny Marini. We're about to get Corsola when we go down to San Antonio because there are Corsola there. That happened in my dream. <laughs> I had a really weird dream about packs that we're about to go to. So Yeah, we're about to go to. Yeah, it'll uh, be exciting to get Corsola. There's like the whole boy versus girl thing with the splashing. I just think that's like typical like little, li kid, little kids yeah. hanging out kind of thing. But the reason that Ash sees Corsola, and I think it's cool. We, get, we, have, we finally get like old Ash of Ash actually seeing a Pokemon going, I want to catch that, which I feel like he hasn't done in a while. Yeah. I feel like the last time he did that was like maybe Mimikyu or maybe Grubbin because he sees a Grubbin right away and he tries to like catch it or jump at it, I think. But then Marini, as soon as I saw the Corsola, because this is, the, I haven't seen this episode yet. So as soon as I saw the Corsola, I go, I went, oh, they're using it to introduce Marini. Yeah, and then he was like, uh, uh, James is going to get a Marini. Like, he's totally going to get a Marini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I liked that the Corsola were on the rock, and then all of a sudden they just went, oh, and they jumped <laughs> away, and it was just very confusing for a second, and then Marini was like, Marini, 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 and took over the rock. I think one of the, my favorite parts about this episode is we see actually how Marini works. Oh, Yeah. Because Marini has, I think it has 10 legs. I think that's what the Pokedex says, and I think that's what they say in the show. Yeah, and it has the poisonous spikes on its, on legs. its head. Flashlight. Legs. I, those are technically its legs, I guess. No? Yeah, because they're like the... No, but it moves around yeah, on the I think it has part. eight tentacles, a.k.a. legs, and then it has two regular feet, so that's why it says it has 10 legs. Oh, okay. I think that is Maybe, it. I don't know, but it flips over it, like... It flips upside down. It flips down. upside down and it sucks you up and then Injects like, you. And like pokes you with its poison. It's really cool how yeah. it like moves and works. <laughs> I, d I guess I didn't imagine that. In it moves like a sea creature, which is mm -hmm. really cool because it's a poisonous sea creature. So the Marini uh, scare the Corsola away, scare Ashen. It's called the Brutal Star Pokemon, by the way. I'm not sure. Uh, Marini is. Uh, and it seems to be based on a crown of thorns starfish, which is a venomous starfish which preys on cor coral poly poly polyps 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 polyps. I don't want to click this. Uh, yeah, this looks like a marini. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. It's cool, but it's <laughs> it's not a very uh a uh, good looking appealing fish. photo to look at. <laughs> okay, so 
Uh, tell me about uh, Jesse and James and and the situation where they found Marini. So they were look they were fishing for Pokemon, and uh, James decides to dress up as a Corsola and goes underwater. Shout out to Cloyster, which they tried to catch. Yeah, and Cloyster was like, "I'm gonna eat this Pokeball." <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Um, and James's Corsola goes underwater, and Barini thinks it's a Corsola and wants to attack it. So the Marini attacks James, and one of the little poisonous spikes hits the mask of James's helmet. It's like scuba diver scuba gear. gear. Scuba gear. And I think that's when James gets poisoned. Yeah. And then, well, he gets poisoned like six times. In this yeah, episode. that's true. And he's um up above above water, and he the Marini attacks him again, and the Marini falls in love with James because the Marini when according to Meowth. Yeah, according to Meowth, because when James is poisoned, his face is purple, and then his hair gets all messed up by the Marini, so his hair looks like a Marini head, and the Marini is just, oh my gosh, I love you. Let me help you and save you and stuff it's cute yeah it's it's funny i mean like it's it's i at first i thought it was like weird of like oh this pokemon has a crush on james because i'm pretty sure that's the word that meowth uses yeah oh no it's it's reminds you it reminds james reminds marini of its old crush but then i'm also like well yeah your cats love you or your dog loves you or pikachu loves ash it's like that same like it's just like trying to show affection Except yeah. it doesn't really know how because it's this weird sea creature poison Pokemon. Yeah. And it also reminded me very much of both Carvine and Victory Bell of like this Pokemon that's going to like clamp onto James's head. Yeah. Like that's James's MO is he always has a Pokemon. Stick. And I think that's a cool reference to his old Pokemon, but I'm also tired of it. Just like I'm super tired of Wobbuffet. Wobbuffet has been extremely exhausting throughout this series, and we're only on episode 12. Just like, chill, man. We get it. Target sells plushes of you. I don't know who's buying those plushes, <laughs> but I'm not interested. Do we in not them. have a Wobbuffet plush in this house? I don't, think, I don't think I do, no. But this leads up to Ash encountering Jesse and James, and it leads into a battle where Marini... This was before James catches Marini, spoiler, but... Marini decides it wants to battle for James. Yes. Because it has already made a connection with James. And we have, of course, Jesse's Mimikyu. Very ready to, ready to battle Pikachu. Yeah, it's like, Pikachu, let's go. Rowlet is weak against poison types, as it is grass. And so Rowlet gets poisoned. And Pikachu gets wrecked by Mimikyu. And for the first time... They're about to win. In like, a long they, time. They've almost been about to win before. They won. They did win, yeah. They won. They beat Ash in a battle. In a two-on-two battle. And it, was, it was a fair battle. It was two Pokemon versus two Pokemon. No interference no up interference, to this point. No, no one had an advantage or a disadvantage. It was a fair battle, and Team Rocket won, and it was super great. It was very, and they were so excited and sparkly, and it was, I was, I was excited for them. It's, (laughs) even though I probably shouldn't have been, but I was. It was so exciting. I, it was really, really cool. And then, of course, Beware comes in and takes them away. And that's really frustrating. It's like the same frustration I get when I watch wrestling, where. They always have some... In, in wrestling, there's always both good guys and bad guys fighting each other. Yep. 
in order to not make matches definite and like can this character beat this character in wrestling and yes i'm saying characters because like wrestling is like a scripted drama tv show um they always have some sort of interference so like you may and this has been a, this has been a theme in all of the sun and moon we definitely know that mimikyu is way stronger than pikachu there's no doubt in my mind every single battle mimikyu has always had the advantage and they always do something to make sure that it's not definite. Yes. And they do that in, they do that in wrestling a lot as well, where it's like this character can definitely beat this character, but because of these circumstances, it never seems to happen. Will they ever have that payoff? I hope so. I don't know what the stakes are if Ash loses. What like I don't know what, what happens there. The world implodes <laughs> and ends. But it is it was a really cool moment. Even though like they didn't win. win they, they won. But they didn't but get their end but the, goal. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I still think it was cool that they won. It, it, I, I would be curious what like a kid thinks about that or like a, like a 10-year-old to see yeah. Team Rocket to win. Because as adults, we're like, hey, we want the bad guys to win. But as a kid, of course, you always want the yeah. good guys to win. It was a good episode. It was a really good episode. I think, I think Marini is a cool Pokemon for James to have. I hope they don't like go super heavy on the um, Marini, I'm going to grab your head every single episode and poison you, and I hope they don't go too much into that. I bet you it'll happen like once an episode. <sighs> I hope not. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts that I, I missed? Sorry, I talked a lot. No, it's fine. I, I thought it was good. I You really like me, Marini. I love Marini. Marini's so fun. So, <laughs> Marini was on my team. So seeing Marini in motion, did it give you like... It was very cute. I I liked it. Like It was... I like Marini. If anyone wants an Irene Marini, let me know. Irene Marini? Yeah, that's what, that people, what you just said? that's what people have been calling them. Oh my gosh. I know. People I didn't I didn't make that up. Okay? Irene Marini. That's super good. <laughs> yeah. So I have a bunch of Marinis. <laughs> James is in a position where Marini can evolve. Mimic you cannot. So I would be very How does Marini evolves into Toxpex. I know, but how does it know that? I don't know if it evolves. That's my thing. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so it can evolve, but Mimikyu can't yeah, in general. Yeah, so I'm super curious yeah. if I know it evolves into Toxic yeah. Packs. No, no, I'm I'm just I'm just super curious if they if they will evolve it at this at this point. Yeah, James's Inke never evolved, but maybe he didn't turn the world upside down. But they're wheezing. The wheezing in Arbok evolved. He didn't turn his world upside down. I don't know. <laughs> I think that wraps up the episode. Let yeah. me just check real quick if there's trivia. I don't think so. Uh, I missed this. I don't know if they reused this, but at some point in the episode, Jesse and James used an ex- an Ekans and coughing lures in the episode to fish. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't uh, see that. Obviously, a, a reference to them owning a coughing and an Ekans, which I think is really cute. That's cute. This episode reveals that Jesse does not like Matori, similar to Meowth not liking Giovanni's Persian. Yeah. Is a trivia fact. Uh, I don't know if reveals i i would assume that jesse always didn't like it but i can't speak to the past i never saw the episodes that was this episode uh, all wrapped up the next episode is racing to a big event uh it looks like there's a uh, according to the thumbnail there's an alolan raichu so i think we'll finally get to see that that's super exciting oh snap if you want to follow us on twitter at dragging a lake for me at devon carrots for uh irene marini oh, uh, at pokemon podcast uh otherwise uh we should be back in a week we should be back after packs these two episodes should come back come out when we're at packs so hopefully you, won't, you guys won't have to wait long for the next episode 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, we have some free weekends coming up once PAX is done. So, we'll be able to get some more episodes in pretty quickly. Yes. All right. And because Alola is both hello and goodbye. Alola. Alola.